time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily and the Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall, and today is Wednesday, November 30th. The gold price began sprinting higher late Monday night, trading as high as 1758 where it bounced around until the COMEX opened and the price was pushed back down aggressively. But when the stock market opened, gold shot back up to a, a high of 1750s. Gold faded in the afternoon, settling at 1748 up about $7 from Monday. Silver traded in a similar pattern as gold, only the ups and downs were more extreme. However, poor man's gold fought off multiple efforts to push it below $21 as it settled at $21.18. That was up $0.26 from Monday. The Mining Stock Journal said that, notably, when the stock market sold off pretty hard mid-morning, the precious metal sector did not follow the market lower. The newsletter said that there's a possibility that the precious metal sector could be set up to move higher from here, regardless of the next direction taken by the stock market. And on that thought, it noted that the charts for the sector continue to look quite bullish, especially silver. The mining stocks followed the lead set by gold and silver and had an outstanding day with the GDX up 3.1%. The Mining Stock Journal said that sentiment towards the sector is turning cautiously bullish, but that it won't take much fundamental encouragement to ignite a torrid rally in the sector. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first, a quick word of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project Parks Salier, both situated on a 4-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while future CapEx requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. And for more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Fireweed Metals has a new shareholder in the Lundin family. Last night, the company announced a non-brokered private placement for gross proceeds of more than $27.5 million Canadian, which is comprised of just over 28 million shares at a price of $0.74 per share, 3 million flow-through common shares of the company at a price of $0.88 per share, and 3.3 million flow-through common shares of the company at a price of $1.20 per share through a charitable donation arrangement. The Lundin's participation in the offering makes them collectively Fireweed's largest shareholder now. The proceeds from the offering will be used for exploration and development of the company's projects in Northern Canada and for general working capital purposes. Fireweed Metals trades on the TSXV with FWZ and on the OTCQB with FWEDF. Barksdale Resources announced its initial resource estimate for the Cerro Verde as part of the San Javier Copper Gold Project, located within two hours of Hermosillo in the state of Sonora, Mexico. 
The resource is pit constrained and uses a base case of $4 per pound copper and various cutoff grades according to metallurgical characteristics of the mineralization. The report shows approximately 419 million pounds of contained copper within measured and indicated categories, with an additional 31 million pounds of contained copper within inferred resources. The company will now initiate a preliminary economic study at Cerro Verde that envisions a low-strip copper heap lead-style operation that produces cathode copper on site. Barksdale Resources trades on the TSXV with BRO and on the OTCQX with BRKCF. Adventus Mining and Salazar Resources says the President of Ecuador has signed the eagerly awaited pre-legislative consultation decree, which will guide the formal comment process for the draft environmental consultation regulation as part of the environmental and social impact assessment approval process. Upon completion of the comment process for the regulation, which is expected shortly, the President of Ecuador is expected to enact the regulation through presidential decree, and from there, the participants expect two rounds of community consultations led by the government of Ecuador. These community consultations are expected to be similar to the many community consultations led by the participants since the discovery of the El Domo deposit within the Curapamba project concessions in 2008. Current guidance from the government of Ecuador is that the regulation comment period for subsequent final consultation process governed by the regulation are expected to require seven to nine months to be signed in full approval of the El Domo ESIA, at which point full construction activities can begin, so not too far into the future. Adventus trades on the TSXV with ADZN, Salazar Resources trades on the Venture with SRL. G2 Goldfields says drilling at its Oco Gold project has intersected a new surface zone of broad, disseminated gold mineralization. In addition, mechanical trenching over 500 meters to the north of this new drill intersection has exposed wide zones of stockwork-style mineralization within similar host rocks, from which considerable amounts of free gold have been observed in pan concentrates. The first four holes of the current 12-diamond drill holes have been assayed and returned 21 meters of 1 gram per ton gold and 50 meters of 1.71 grams per ton. G2 Goldfields trades on the TSXV with GTWO and on the OTCQX with GUYGF. Innova Resources provided an exploration update from the Agena District, which is within the Pilbara Exploration Portfolio. A comprehensive drilling program is systematically testing high-priority structural and intrusive-related gold prospects within the wider Betcher area. To date, over 1,100 holes for some 26,500 meters of a planned 30,000-meter regional AC drill program are complete, and a deeper-targeted RC drilling program has commenced. The Betcher area drilling program will be suspended, however, during the wet season from mid-December to early March. Novo trades on the TSX with NVO and on the OTCQX with NSRPF. That's a wrap here on the morning briefing. We'll be back later today with more corporate updates, so do stay tuned. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends 
over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.